is the A to Z Golfing Podcast. I'm here with Andrew Cezanne. Welcome, everyone. We are down here. We're not in Studio C. We're in Studio K today. Studio K. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm freaking out. I don't have my whole natural setup. You are, you are. You've been horsing around much of the morning. I have, man. I've been pushing a lot of buttons. But we're down here for a very special event, and uh, it's the Kilbourne Classic. We're going to bring in the the man that created it, Ben Kilbourne. Good morning. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome to be here. Awesome. So, you know, first of all, we're very thankful that you invited us down. I know Andy came down, destroyed the competition yesterday. <laughs> I know I know you brought me down to have like 17 people beat up on me, which is pretty much what you like to do all the time. How did it start? How did how did the classic start? Uh, you know, it, it, it started, well, Andy, great playing yesterday. Thank Again, you. that was really fun to watch. Um, it started uh, with, my, my dad was the uh, golf coach at Illinois State for 30 years, and he hosted a tournament called the Wybring Classic, where D.A. Wybring is an alumni from Illinois State, and he was won four times on the PJ tour designed TPC deer run, um, the, the, where the Byron's played. So, uh, him and my dad became really good friends and they said, we need a way to like make money for the golf team. So DA would come in and they would play, they would bring in Peter Jacobson, David Faraday, uh, John Daly was supposed to come one year. Um, another time they were supposed to bring this amateur who just won the U S amateur, but my dad goes, I don't know. We should make sure it's like professional. Well, that guy was Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. I've never they heard passed of him. on him. So <laughs> anyway, it became the, the Wyvern Classic. Uh, even we have a course in town called The Den that um, hosts where it's, it's an Arnold Palmer design. So they opened that course with the Wyvern Classic. So Arnold Palmer came in and my dad got the caddy for him for nine holes. So it became this oh, huge wow. event. And then when my dad retired in 2005, they decided to name it the Kilbourne Classic. Nice. And it was a very same, same feel event. They do an auction. They're trying to raise money for the men's and women's uh, golf team for Illinois State. And then it's now become just um, the players tournament. It's, it's, it's changed. I would play a lot of golf with Illinois State golfers. There's just friends um, with college golf. And, you know, we go out and have a party or something maybe I do something kind of stupid go, that was a Killborn classic as a Killborn classic and it just kind of stuck and yeah. so four years ago I was uh, getting ready to get married and uh, we're having the bachelor party and I was like we're just gonna dive into this thing this is gonna be the Killborn classic and oh, it's nice. super fun event the first year we did a scramble and every the rule was everyone had to wear a tropical shirt <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't want to be stuck to one group and you know, I wanted to just, I, my job was to make sure everybody was hydrated throughout the rounds mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, had like a big jar of a drink and everything. So it was really, it was really, really fun. And then the next year, we didn't have as many people. So we just did stroke play. Well, then a guy from Illinois State shoots 63. And then last year, my friend Kyle English shoots 63. So I was like, Okay, this is like one of the best tournaments yeah. that uh, I actually play in. It's actually it's just more fun than anything. It's all about having fun, drinking, having a good time, the camaraderie, and then the after party that follows at our house. So. Yeah, I had a great time because um, you do a, a gross and a net division, and uh, I was lucky enough to come out the victor in, in the net division by a lot. By, by, <laughs> that was six shots. I, I, I had a career round yesterday. Uh, yeah, I shot seventy-eight. My career round um, handicap. I, I put it in yesterday down to ten-two. Wow, single ten, digits. And we're yeah. almost there. Two. We're, we're almost there. there. Point two. I got to get that little guy off there. Yeah. But um, very easily have could have been a 75. Uh, I mean, we were talking about yeah. that. Well, that's what I kind of apologize because I didn't. Well, it was maybe a good thing I didn't say, wow, you're doing a great job. That's like the worst thing you say to somebody yeah. when they're playing really, really well because it just looked easy. Like it didn't. Besides the chip in on 14, I was like, everything else looked like. Hold on. Did everyone hear that? Besides yeah. the chip in I had on 14. <laughs> it was like a pitch in. It was like 30 yards. Yeah. It was, it was. It had some distance on it. Yeah. But you just you played great and you you were just going about your game and 
I, I didn't really think anything of it. He left a few putts short, so I was like, well, that, that wasn't great. But the other stuff, he just did yeah. great. So I just never thought that that was the career round because it just looked like a normal round for you, man. It was awesome. Yeah, so. I mean, we've talked about the putting, you know, almost every episode probably yeah. on this thing. So you, you saw firsthand how, how good that can possibly be. The, but you also made some, like, perspectively. Yeah. You're not going to make them all, but it's it's those in-between putts that we were talking about, like keep the speed up. Like if you're going to diet in on the line that you're on, just make sure you get it there. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we all battle through it too. I mean, we're going to get into it more, but you made certain putts that you had to make. You, you made a putt, I think a, like an eight foot par putt that we read together. Yeah. Right. You're making other putts. That's why I said it could have been very easily a 75 because I'm not, I don't think you had bad shots. It, it could have just been a better score. Like you're not in a position minus the chip in to say, yeah, but I could have shot 80. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That would have been just fine too. I mean, yeah. that would have been that a great been score a great, as, yeah, well, great as well. And I think that's where you're trying I mean, we talked a little bit yesterday before you went and played out in uh, Marengo. I sent him a text message and I was like, hey, all the guys in your group, challenge yourself to beat them mm-hmm. because you're getting he's getting to the point where he's playing better. And now he needs to play against a guy like you mm-hmm. yeah. to see how you play mm-hmm. and against a guy like me. But now take it to the other guys and do it. And he came back to me with some stuff and we started talking about different ideas. And I kind of gave him an idea of like a three hole thing. You know, if you're playing, like if he's playing against Ben Kilborn, he needs to break it down in the segments of three. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's probably not going to get you for nine. He's probably not going to get you for 18, but if he can win four five and six and you know, 13, 14, and 15, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. And that's how you build that confidence and you keep it going. So, you know, you're very good. Like you're, you're, yes. you're, <laughs> you're very good and you're dedicated too. I think that's the biggest thing. And I'm sure a lot of that got instilled by your dad for somebody who's trying to get under a 10. I always preach short game. That's my, my thing. I think putting, chipping, making sure you get chip shots on the green, give yourself putts. From that point, what is what do you see as the next step to going from, like, say, a nine to a six? Yeah, so um, I think, yeah, all those things are, are accurate. And so I've had this project with my wife. I'm, she's two years in, and we're, I'm molding her to become a golfer. So I'm, I know exactly where I want her to get better, and I'm telling her it's putting because she just would ram it 10 feet by or leave it 10 feet short. And I'm like, you're three putting every single hole. So uh, what I would say, I I wanted to work with you on the putting green before I started, but I was busy getting the You were running a tournament, you're fine. But um, you know, what I did in college that I really saw my game start to trend in the right direction was I'd make 103 footers every single day. I just throw it in a circle. And then I make 56 footers in a circle. So you're always hitting different breaking putts. And then I go around the hole on the putting green with two balls and I try to play under par. So if I three putt, that's over par and I got to make one of these longer putts. So I just keep going around the putting green. Let's go just around the clock. You do that every day, you'll, you'll see those strokes come down. But yeah, it's, you got to chip. You got to take one chip to get on the green. But I thought you hit the ball beautifully. So if you can eliminate, you know, penalty strokes, that's that's half the battle. And uh, yeah, if you I mean you just you get the ball on the green in regulation and two, but that's even par. So. Yeah. I mean, and that was a big thing for me yesterday. So I'm playing with, with you guys who are all, you know, plus handicaps, scratch golfers. And to me that, uh, I've talked about it before. Like I, I like playing with that elevated group with myself because that I wasn't trying to keep up exactly with you guys, but it was just fun to like go out there and be like, 
all right, they're on the green. I want to get on the green too. Like, you know, and join the party with all of them, you know, or, you know, try and try to, you know, not exactly beat you guys. Like we were saying, but like also just hang with you guys. Like, you know, just try to be in that same, uh, I don't know, level as you kind of. Yeah. Well, I know that feeling of like, I'm in the trees all day. I'll see you guys on the green. Cause (laughs) it's fun. We're all in the fairway together. Like we all approach to the par three together. Right. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I think that is doing that is great. But for you as well, is that you're also going to have to find those times when you're out playing by yourself or you're playing with people that would not be like, let's say you're taking guests out to the country club. You still have to play your game. I think that's what we've talked a lot about is Ben knows what his ceiling is, right? Right. And then when he goes out and plays and I've played with him when he'll get frustrated and, and you see it because he knows how good he is for you. The development process is to not go the other direction. Don't get upset when something doesn't happen. Right. Just keep course and then go because watching you play yesterday, I was except for just a couple times you got ahead of a driver and it went to the right. I don't think there was ever a time when you made a bad decision. Like you didn't, you never tried to hit a ball 205 through like eight trees and get it up to the green you pitched out you played to your strengths 100 yards 90 yards so on and so forth that's awesome how quickly you're trending i mean the first episode what was your handicap were you like a th- i was a 14-7 14-7 and we're at a 10-2 now yeah and start of the year you're 14 start, start wow. of the year 14-7 I, again yeah your swing looks like a single digit handicap yeah so i mean yeah. he's just he's got to get it up here i think that's i think that's the thing yeah. and like listen we all we all like that i mean i got a text message from ben at like 5 30 in the morning a couple weeks ago that he's lost his swing doesn't know what's going on he's at the range his wife thinks he's nuts yeah and no i mean that's somebody who's a plus handicap like we go through that same thing i'm going through it right now you know he went through it a couple weeks ago i mean everybody does it now his dad was a co i mean he got the the benefit of having Probably. I mean, I only talked to him for a little bit, but he's sharp. He's sharp as a tack. He, he's, you know, best friend. Yeah. I yeah. love that guy. Yeah. He, I'm so glad he flew in. That was, yeah, that was awesome. awesome. He's awesome. So yeah. when did he start with you? I'm going to tell you all the things I had at my disposal and I did not become a professional golfer. <laughs> so, um, my dad was a PGA teaching professional and an Illinois state division one men's golf coach. He built a nine hole par three in my backyard of the driving range. Oh, that's awesome. unlimited access to a guy who knows the game knows the swing coach a coach and i got it in my backyard i will say i wasn't i thought i was dedicated i thought it was fun and so my friend kyle english he had a very similar situation as well his dad's pj professional and he's a member they own and operate crestwood country club in town and he was one of the best junior golfers in maybe in the world he's playing against rory McIlroy in the junior Ryder cup you know and um I would go out there, I'd play nine holes with my dad and be like, I'm tired, I'm gonna go to the pool. Kyle never left the putting green or the chipping green, that whole nine holes. And then he'd go beat balls and then he'd go play another 18. And I was like, it was an aha moment of like, that's what it takes. Yeah. Like I was playing all these other sports, having fun. I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Um, and obviously it just wasn't, I wasn't meant to go down that road, but I was like, that was, whoa, that's what it truly takes. And it's hard to instill that in a kid, be like, be out yeah. here all day and that's what you hear these these pga guys go hey mom you know pick me up later at the course like i'm going like it was their motivation to be i'm gonna be there all day you just pick me up later you hear a lot of pga pros say something kind of like that but so he started when i was to answer your question started when i was like could walk oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, so. so was was there ever a time and i mean i i would i did not know but you talking about was there ever a time where you were just like 
I don't want to like, I like golf was just like in the back of your mind. No, I always loved it. I always wanted, wanted to play. Um, I wasn't, I was good at other sports, but I wasn't great. I'm not like a great, you know, very fast. I can't jump very high, but, um, no golf is always at the forefront for sure. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you did collegiate golf. Where did you do that at? Uh, Western Illinois university. And then how did, what was your transition after college? Did you do anything yeah. to try to pursue? Yeah. So I, I moved down to Fort Myers, Florida, where my parents have retired to. And I was like, Oh, I, I want to do this forever. Just live in this retirement community. And they're like, no, you got six months. So you got six months to figure out your life. I was like, all right. So I was working at a golf shop with buddies, just cleaning carts. It was actually really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and a friend reached out to me and said, um, you know, we're looking for a teaching professionals at the Jim McLean golf school and, and Doral at Trump national Doral in Miami. So I said, I could do that. So I, I went there to become a golf instructor. I didn't think I'd go down, you know, the PGA route or anything, but I did play in a few professional events, got my butt kicked. I said, here's my 200 bucks, you know? And I was like, mm, I'm not good enough for that. So I, I just thought I was just going to be, you know, go down the teaching route. But I realized that I was falling out of love with the game. I was, I was there every single day and I would get done. Like, I don't even want to play. Like I just, right. you know, I'm watching all these golf and it, it was a very actually like hostile environment and did not enjoy working there or working for Jim McLean. So I, uh, I actually, I, yeah, got out of the golf business that way. And, um, but yeah, so I mean, to answer your question, I did try to pursue it for a bit, but I'm, I'm glad I did because it took me to realize that I don't want to be in the golf business because I want to play more golf. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I, I mean, every time we talk, you're either playing nine or going to the range or stuff like that. And the fact that Emily is getting involved in it now is really cool. I mean, this whole entire year, every event that you've been at, she's putting for like an hour or more or, or having, let's, let's gamble on this. Let's bet who's going to get it in. Like you guys are always having like little contests. I think that's so cool because then it just brings a different if she starts to love it, which she seems like she really enjoys it, she's going to start asking you to go out there, you know, kind of what you were. I'm so jealous. He was trying to buy his wife, what was it, so, outfits so, so yeah. she would play golf? So here's the thing. Two Fridays ago, I went to the PGA Superstore to try to just... I want to get my wife into golf. So I'm like, all right, I got to buy her some outfits. Like that's maybe the thing that's, that's going to be the catalyst to get her into the game. Well, Andy, I told, I told Emily, I said, unlimited, whatever you want golf wise, oh, unlimited. Do. Yeah. And she said, so she would buy a skirt and I, you know, we got these Amazon packages at our house. I'm yeah. like, what is this? She goes, you told me I can, I can buy yeah. what I want. So, you know, knowing me, I went to the, I straight, straight to clearance rack. When, when, when's clearance First rack? Mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and so I got a bunch of stuff for her, came home, you know, Hey, let's go golf. She's like, like, yeah, I'm probably not going to wear those. I'm like, here, then I kind of did the same thing. I was like, buy yourself some clothes and let's go. She's like, oh yeah, this will be fun. I was like, that's all it took was me to say, let's go buy some clothes. Not me begging you for the past 10 years. So let's go play some golf. Yeah. So golf clothes is, is a catalyst for my wife. So I'm, I'm going to well, keep that road. Yeah. And what's nice is that we play at Wyvern Golf Club, which is public. And so she can wear like a tank top. It kind of looks like a sporty, right. you know, not just like a, a white beater or something, but yeah. like, yeah. she looks, it looks like a golf outfit. A day go tee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> but that way she can get, she likes, she's all about her tan. That, oh, yeah. That's key. Yeah. Yeah. She's all about getting her tan and, and chugging mimosas. Oh, my gosh. How mimosas. about they start off, the four girls tee off, and I, we saw them. We had to do mimosa bong on the yeah. course, you know, in the pouring rain, but it was fun. They, the fact that I get a text from her saying they're only going to play nine holes because they were come back and get the food ready, which, again, I'm so lucky that I yeah. have this in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, she texts me, we're going to play, we're going to play the back nine. 
And that's I was awesome. like, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. I was like, have a day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why cut it short? I mean, she's enjoying it. You're obviously enjoying her journey like through it. And I think that's probably like one of the coolest parts. Cause when I first met her, she just walked around mm-hmm. and then I used to be like, Hey, so, you know, are you playing? Nope. I'm not playing. Yeah, nope, it's adamant, it's no. his thing, you know? And then the next thing I know, she's grabbing putters and then a couple pots and then she'd, you know, lay, lay around. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden she's just for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And, and then Ben's like, yeah, she's learning. And then I she's got hooked. videos of it. I got videos of it at Miss Wood and no, 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 she wasn't at Miss Wood. No, she was. She had, they had a wedding uh, that day. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. That's right. And Cog Hill. Yeah. And, Cog and Hill. here's the thing she's also, hooked. they, it was downpouring our back nine yesterday. So the fact they wanted to go back out in that mm-hmm. rain yeah. and finish it out, I mean, that just shows that they were, how much fun they were having and how much she's getting dedicated into it. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, when she hits a shot and she calls it a dinger. <laughs> my name's Emily, I hit dangers. <laughs> she hits it. She, lo- she always looks back at me and is like, did you see it? Yeah. She, I go, I'm watching, I know. And she's, I mean, it's just like a little kid lighting up and it just makes me smile. So yeah. it's really, it's been really, really fun to watch her progress. She shot a 47. This is her second year playing. She shot a 47 with two triples. Wow. So, and I was, I want to tell you this too. Like she started off bogey, par, par, bogey. And then we had the triples. But I said, that's just a glimpse of like what you can truly do. And I think same thing. You maybe you play, you know, four holes, two under something. That's a, that's it. Like that's a glimpse. I I read that in a golf sports psychology book. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Like you're not going to be able to do it for 18 holes right away, but, and then it'll become five holes and then be seven. Yeah. So we were, we were, I was sitting there last night and she was, she was asking me, she goes, um, what's the average score of the women on the ATP series? (laughs) And I was like, well, it's kind of hard to say. And she's like, no, I just need to know the average. And I was just like, well, I mean, we have some that can shoot in the low eighties. We have some that shoot in the mid eighties and then some, and she's like, she's like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I said, you got to understand something to your point. I was like, your handicap is going to apply. So like, if you make a stretch of three pars out of four holes, you're shooting like two or three under par in that stretch. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I didn't even think about it that yeah. way. I was like, yeah, you're not we're, playing we're not, gross. We're not, you know, I'd have to play out of my mind to win, yeah. the, if you win the gross. We're going to partner at TPC, TPC deer run. Cause we were out there on Thursday and I said, you want to play here? She goes, I'm not, I can't do that. <laughs> I go, you can do it. Like, let's go me and yeah, you. I'm, so I'm qualified for Payne's Valley. Me and you let's do it. And she's like, you just, just like she's getting nervous already, yeah. but to her point, I'm like, we could win the net division. Let's we punch her ticket yeah. to it. And if, yeah. and, if you, and if you win, I mean, well, how, how do you oh. choose between dad and uh, well, father and wife? Uh, dad's going. We're dad's dad going. going, but maybe she could play with my mom. My mom's going to be there. My mom's oh, a really yeah. good player. She yeah. shot 81 the other day. Jeez. Um, but you know, you know, a quick story how I got Emily into golf. Yeah, she was like, I, no, I'm not doing that. She'd come like ride along with me. She always had to have some drinks and stuff. And eventually she was getting tired of me not being home for like four or five hours or maybe playing 36, whatever it may be. And my aunt told a really good story. She said, I had the same problem. When we had kids, we had two boys and they go, okay, we're going to go, I'm going to go golf with the boys. And she goes, well, what am I supposed to do? She goes, you can either learn and come with us or you can sit here for five or six hours and miss out on, you know, time with the boys. And so my, my wife heard that story. I told her, I was like, Golf can be a part of my life forever. Yeah, it's not so going away. It's not going away. Look at my parents. They're in the retired community. Like that's my goal someday of being able to just play golf five days a week. And you can hop on board or you can keep watching. And she's yeah. like, 
mm, all right. And she's got potential. I told her that like, oh, yeah. if she you're the lost cause, yeah. I would be like, maybe this isn't, yeah. <laughs> maybe this isn't maybe bowling's your sport, but yeah. man, she can hit it two thirty off the tee sometimes. And yeah, it's fun to watch. So she's been getting better. So plus she has, she has that demeanor like that. You could tell she's not going to let herself be bad at something Mm-mm. like, you know I mean? Yeah. Uh, she's a nurse, right? Yes, yes, and, yes. um, you could just tell like that, the attention that it takes to do that. Once that transfers over and she starts to figure out like the little things, mm-hmm. and, and I know you'll be there to coach her, but you're also giving her the opportunity to learn on her own as well, you know, which she needs. Cause if, if just like in June, just like being a junior golfer, if you get told too much too quickly, you want to go to the pool, you want to go do other things, right? Mm-hmm. She's determined, like wanting to know people's scores, <laughs> wanting to get better, wanting to do those things. That's really cool. I mean, how do you go from playing for a couple of years to being like, I want to play TPC deer run. It's not, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to, too. But I was shooting 105 when it was my yeah. second year of golf. I would never even think to play there. But that is that is really cool. Yeah, so I'm really lucky. So basically, when we were at the event Friday evening, we've been getting a lot of questions about Payne's Valley. And I know I've been pumping this up to you because you keep sending me Instagrams and, and photos of Big Cedar Lodge. It's the background on my phone. It, it is. Excited. I see dogs. Oh, that, I see that, dogs. Uh, hold on. There. Yeah, it is. Oh, there nine, you go. Nineteenth hole. Nineteenth hole. I mean, having to explain it to everybody and like Jared, who's who's going. I mean, Jared probably outside of you and John Schramm Jr., who we met a long time ago playing on uh, amateur events, the excitement for Payne's Valley and trying to explain, like, I keep telling everybody it's Disney World. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, and they're like, well, what do you mean? Like, literally, I can't even express to you what I mean. It's a 30-minute ride from 18 back to the clubhouse because you have to, like, go through a cave. You, me and you have been talking about this for so long. So how excited are the rest of the guys that are qualified? Yeah, they, they are so pumped. And it's worked out so well. I've, I've been fortunate to have some great partners in the three events I, I played in. Yeah, let's give you a little background. So <laughs> Ben played our first three events yes. and, and won our first three events with different partners each event. Mm-hmm. This is your guys' segment right now. Go ahead. Keep, well, keep, keep, keep talking about yeah, them. No, I like it. I so, like it. And so <laughs> tell us a little bit how you, how did you choose your partners for each one? I uh, really, I just, there's so many, I have a lot of friends who are really good at golf and um, it's just, it's still so fun to compete and play with them or against them. And uh, so I just love this best ball format and just, we've had a blast playing in them. So the first event at Mistwood, I saw it was like an hour and a half north of me and then an hour and a half um, east of Matt Solis. He lives in the Quad Cities. He won at Whistling a few years ago. He played um, for Illinois State. And I said, Matt, we should do this. Like we win, we can go to Payne's Valley, you know? And it's like, oh, that'd be really cool. So he's a golf nut as well. And uh, yeah, we played well there. And then the next event was at Purdue. Um, I've become friends with... Um, um, Michael Mounts, he's a couple years younger than me. He played at Bradley University. Just an awesome guy, about 6'2", hits at 340. So I was kind of, I would like to play scramble uh, format with him, but best ball is still fun to watch. Um, yeah. We didn't have our best stuff, but we, we held on. I mean, that is an amazing golf course, super difficult. And then uh, Cog Hill, I really did not know Jared very well. Jared had left Western Illinois before I got there. Okay. But we're like, some of the just like, seriously, Instagram just like bringing us together, sending me golf memes and stuff. And I was like, man, this guy seems a lot like my personality. Like, yeah. I like this guy. Like, and I, I reached out to him. I told him about this event and to, you know, how he was asking you questions about it. He calls me like three times a week. And I say like the same things over and over again. Like, yes, we win. Then you'll have to get, you'll have to play in another event with a different partner. And then you guys will be qualified. Well, how does that work? I'm like, I just explained it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Cog Hill was a day. I mean, 
Trulies were popped on the first hole yeah, and yeah. we were making birdies. And then, uh, so then we played with Michael Mounts and his dad. So really cool that he's going to bring his dad to Payne's Valley. And my cool. plan is to bring my dad to Payne's mm. Valley. Um, and we're going to play at Manatisi together. Oh, nice. To quality. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solidify yeah. our spot. We have a wedding the day before on Saturday and then we're just going to, in Chicago, we're going to zip over on Sunday. So that's how I chose, chose my partners. And every single time I'm like, okay guys, I'm, thank you for your service. We won today. Right. Now you, <laughs> now you get a, go pick a different partner and go play another event. And I love that idea. That's so smart. You said, if you, man, we need to, we can keep growing the tour. So that go, those guys can't just automatically qualify with a random person who's never played in one yeah. of the events. Yeah. I was like, that makes total sense. So Jared well, and his I, partner yeah, flew she, in. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, that was that was really cool because they were telling me that whole story mm-hmm. about it. And then they went out and they won the Elgin event. And that was just, that, that group, their foursome was like, for they just played off of each other mm-hmm. they would get up by a shot then they would tie him and then i think there were some struggles on 16 and 17 and then jared's group kind of i think they won by two but to see that like to your point that was one of the biggest decisions that we had to make because you want people to appreciate the opportunity right and be a part of it so like mounts dad coming they're gonna have a blast oh, you yeah. and your dad are gonna have mm-hmm. a blast but jared even though he won with you and won with somebody else same thing with solace if he ends up going is that they can bring other people to experience what's going on. And then you make it like a big trip. Like you guys will probably have like 12 people down there. Yeah. Get a big old house. And, and yeah. And Emily and my mom are coming and we're going to pick up my parents in St. Louis right on the way. And yeah, we're going to get a big house. So we're going to bring the dogs. So it's going to be super fun. Yeah. She was asking me last night about if they could play like, mountaintop or no I think she asked if they could play the course and I was like well why don't we it was the par three par three yeah I was like you can play the mountaintop we're gonna be there plus they have the putting course which she'll probably go all crazy (laughs) over she'll probably think it's like the greatest thing yeah known to man (laughs) Um, her swag putter oh yeah yeah, how about that yeah Ben won our first swag putter contest at Misswood with I got a video it's probably dropping in the next he would have won the second one too but I had to disqualify (laughs) him from the you you already won (laughs) so now the question everyone wants to know is you have three victories which partner was the best victory you had Ooh, you know they're all great no yeah <laughs> no we had i had so much fun each event but cog hill just because the other ones we, we were kind of coasting a little bit it got a little tight at purdue on 18 we're like i i hit a bad drive i'm like michael i need you to they hit McPar here. And then we had to watch the tutors. Uh, they had a good look. Yeah. And I was like, I was ready for a playoff. I had been drinking like two hours after the yeah. round. I was ready to go. Uh, so that was fun. But Cog Hill, the weather was like, it was just hot. It was a nice summer day. And we were getting our butts kicked by the mounts as they were 600 through six. Michael's driving par fours, making eagles. And I looked at Jared. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we can beat these guys today. Like, you see how good they're hitting it? <laughs> and then they had a bad stretch yeah. and they made some bogeys and we, we turned it on. Jerry said, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer. I made five birdies. He made six birdies and we only birdied the same hole once. Yeah. That's and, ham and an egg. And yeah, yeah. We were ham and egg. And on the, on the, on the 16th hole, we looked at each other and go, we got to finish birdie, birdie, birdie to win this thing. I chip in on 16. He birdied 17, 18. I mean, we were fist bumping, yeah. high five. It was, it was awesome. It was really, really fun. His uh, wife was there. My wife was there. So we were just, the vibes were high. That's so how long have you known Jared for then? 
Just I said not very long, like really just a year and a half. So I just hung out but with you guys. It seemed yeah. like you guys knew each other. I thought you guys knew each other from like have been hanging out since it, high school. It, it feels like, that way. We've become really close um, recently, and I'm so glad he came to the Kilborn Classic. And and he was our victory yesterday. Yeah, 68 in the rain. Was great. In our gross division. Um, yeah, you won the net, and so yeah, I, I told Jared like you encompass what the Kilborn Classic is all about—a good time, but good golf as well. And that's I've, I've said this many times on the show before. That's exactly what I love about golf: the mm-hmm. fact that it can bring people together that you never talk to. It, it in a really did. I never play golf. Actually, I never played golf with Jared before Cog Hill. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's I actually really never like hung out with him really much at all. Yeah. Just social media was it. So really Cog Hill brought us together that day. Well, I mean, and I met you through Vegas. We were both yeah. in Vegas. We were paired for 36 holes in Vegas. And I mean, <laughs> let, let me tell you something, guys. The way he did, hey, don't worry about that. I'm just banging chairs yeah. over here. Don't, don't mind me. Don't yeah. mind me. The, in Vegas, the, the guy, the, the stick that this guy has, he's hitting it in the mountaintops and then he's getting on for birdie. I'm like, well, how did he just do that? Like, he's hitting out of rocks, probably dinging all of his clubs. I mean, th- this guy's putting is unbelievable. Like, oh, you're talking about the guy from yesterday? Okay. Oh, no, you're talking about Ben? Now, let's tell you yesterday. Yesterday was a euphoric experience for me. I had three of the best putters I've ever seen in my life <laughs> playing. And, it, and I'm here, like, trying not to three-putt every hole for these guys. And uh, your, your game is just phenomenal. You have going on. Oh, there's a phenomenal word. i got to stop using that word. Yeah. Um, but the, the game you have, like, you make it you make it look easy. And that, and that just is... I love watching great golf. Like, that's... I love watching golf on TV. I love... And then seeing it live to me. Like, you guys are, like, pros to me. Like, I love watching you guys hit some shots. Oh, well, we got... Jared, 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 Jared Jared's calling right now. Jared. I don't know if we'll be able to get his volume, but... We won't. Jared, you're, up, you're Jared? on the podcast. Jared, right you're on the podcast. What's up, yes, Jared? you're on the podcast. <laughs> What's going on, bud? Coming in live from the car. Oh, there he is. <laughs> the Kilborn Classic champion right We here. just got done talking about you. You know, just making making moves, you know. <laughs> Jerry, just watch your language, bud. <laughs> what's, what's up? I don't know. I don't know. You tell us. You called You called us, didn't you? Well, I'm, just che- I'm just checking in. Wanted to say thanks again for a great event. Kind of left without saying goodbye to anybody. Oh, well, that's all right. I was a little tired this morning. I wanted to sleep in a little bit. Oh, there it is. Oh, he's, there, show, he's, showing the, he's showing the trophy. Oh, I love it. Yeah, let me we take a picture. Of show the trophy again if you can so I can take a picture of it and put it on our Instagram. Are you still driving back to Chicago? I thought you left like four hours ago. Yeah, I'm about five minutes away. So oh, nice. <laughs> well, what a day yesterday, man. We got amongst it. That was good. What a day. Another day in the books. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to have to come back next year. Absolutely. I was just recapping our Cog Hill event. Oh, I yeah, said it was well, my favorite was, victory so far. The, yeah, that was a powerful, powerful day. <laughs> <laughs> he likes that word, powerful. Powerful. He sounds like a preacher on Sunday morning right now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Feel a little rough? All right, boys. <laughs> Okay, I'll, let you, I'll let you go. Thank okay. you. Congratulations. All right. See you, dude. Good play. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I was talking about how jealous I was. In, 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 yeah. oh, so yeah. I played with you and, and uh, Matt Inch, and you guys just, you made that round so much fun for John Walsh and I. I mean, you guys were just ham and egging it out there, and then <laughs> Matt had got a little happy on it, but you, you guys had a really good shot to win that whole well, thing out let, there. Let me describe that day. Well, yeah. Let me describe Matt Inch, for those who don't, do not oh, know. Yeah. I met this guy in oh. Dallas. Um, you'll never meet anybody like him ever. No. He runs triathlons and he wins them. Yeah. And he'll, if he wants to run a 5k, like a local thing, he'll win that. No one is mentally going to beat Matt inch. Never he's playing golf for about five or six years. He's a six, seven handicap and he's getting better. He's going to keep getting better. Putting is still kind of his woes, 
but he, I knew Vegas, like we had a chance to win, but I knew how much fun we were going to have. Yeah. So Friday night we get there to Vegas and he's buying tall boy Bud Lights and no one again, so he can run, he can do all this stuff, but no one can drink like him either. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nonstop. Yeah. We, we were drinking Friday night and he's like, you want to go for a run at 6am? I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. And then like three hours later, I'm like, there's no chance I'm going for yeah. a run with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he, he's drinking these big tall boys that come with shooters, Jack Daniels shooters. So he's drinking those all night. So, I mean, he had like 10 of those. I mean, it was enough to feel pretty wasted. He gets up, he's at a three hour time change coming from Michigan. He wakes up at 4am, wakes me up and he's like, all right, I'm going to go for like a five mile run on the strip. Cracks open a beer, <laughs> takes a hit of his weed pen, and goes, all right, I'll be back in a bit. I was like, this guy is a madman. Yeah. <laughs> Comes back from the run, cracks open another beer. Now we're like waiting for the bus to pick us up. And when the bus was getting there at 6 a.m., so I was thinking, man, this is going to kind of stink. Like, but with our time change, we were ready to go. He goes and gets down a 24-pack from the lobby, and he's just crushing beers. And everyone from the AGT series event was like outside the bus going, is this guy for real? Like yeah. it's it was, 6 a.m. It awesome. And I was like, guys, he's five deep right now. Yeah. And I go, Wolf, I'm like, we got 36 holes today. He goes, I'm in my element. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> oh, that was, and then Frank is tapping me on the shoulder and he was like, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> he's he, my he best friend. Yeah, and then Frank, I'm like, I'm cause Frank is looking around. He's like, man, he's like, I could really use a drink yeah. right now. Cause he had a, you know, he got pretty lit up on Friday and I was like, I'm like, just go ask him. Yeah. And as soon as Frank went up to him and asked him, they'd be, it was like that best friend song yes. that started happening because yes. my best as soon as I got here on Friday, he's like, how's Frank? Yeah. How's hey. Frank doing? Yeah. He'd be a great partner for Vegas. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> If you two start competing, maybe we could have you guys like at a different place. Like we could, yeah. we'll bring you in, you know, maybe you drive around and hang out. But <laughs> I mean, I, when he asked me that, I'm thinking to myself, they would probably have the greatest time yep. and it would need to be that like, they wouldn't remember. It would have to be documented. <laughs> I think inch would remember. Yeah. yeah. So he, he remember. I mean, he's just, he doesn't stop. He never stops. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so great. And, he, and, and the more he drinks, the more competitive he gets. Yeah. But his skills started like, Lacking the back 18. Yeah. I was like, I need you here, buddy. Come on. And um, yeah, the weed pen was strong. The drinks were flowing. <laughs> on 18, it's getting dark. It's a tough hole. Yeah. He tops his tee shot. And I was like, I think I have a picture of it. Somewhere. All right, I'm going to have to hit this one. <laughs> so we had a great time, though. We, I think we lost by three, but man, that was a fun trip. You know, I'm awesome. I'm glad that, you know, we've been, we've been doing, we've, you've played in a lot of individual events. <laughs> and I think, Talking to somebody like you as we have as as we've started to do the uh, better ball events is how excited it is for somebody that played in so many individual events that likes the format. 